Hi everyone and welcome to Coffee and Jesus. I am your host, AJ Fortune, and um, I'm just so excited to be back. It's been been a rough past couple of weeks, months, I don't even know how long it has been since I recorded last. Um, I'm gonna get better with that, I really am. It's just kind of hard, you know, I'm juggling being a wife, being a mother, and um, currently where I am, it's just me and my husband, so there's like nobody to say, hey, can you come over and watch them, or can I drop them to you and watch them so I can do this, like, there's, my house is constantly loud and just just a lot the baby is one you know and not to give you my whole life story but just to give you a little background on why I don't record as much but um I'm gonna always come back to it because I know this is what God wants me to do so I'm gonna do it and um even right now it's not the quietest in my house (laughs) you may hear a lot in the background just ignore it and just listen to the message just receive what the holy spirit has for you you know um this message was deposited into my spirit a couple of days ago and i was just like i have to get it out there and i thank god for it because um what i was going to talk about before i should talk about it but i didn't feel like it was what i should come back with you know what i mean so anyway i hope you have your coffee ready your tea whatever you're drinking water um and let's just get into it. First, I want to open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you and we thank you for this day. We thank you for keeping us thus far. We thank you that you have brought us this far, O oh Lord. So we've come to worship you. We've come to adore you, O oh Lord, for you are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. Lord, I thank you. We thank you. We honor you. We adore you, O oh God. Thank you, O oh Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I know that we don't thank you enough. I know that I don't thank you enough. So I just want to say thank you. And Lord, I ask that you would decrease me and let your Holy Spirit increase in the name of Jesus. Speak through me, Holy Spirit. Bring to remembrance everything that I I need to say, things that I may have forgotten to write down, whatever it may be. Speak to your people. Deliver this message, Holy Spirit. For this message is not from me, but it is from you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. So yeah, we're going to get right into it right now. Um... Today we're going to be talking about idolatry. And many of us may or may not know what idolatry is. So let me get a definition. I should have wrote a definition down. I did not. But a quick search will will, um, you know, will bring that up. Idolatry is the worship of someone or something other than God as though it were God. Simple, to the point. You're worshiping something or someone other than God as though they were God. And we know that the Lord has gave us a strict commandment in Exodus. Exodus 20 verse 3. He has given us a commandment, and I'm going to pull that up. Exodus 20, verse 3. And 
Exodus 20 verse 3 reads, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. So, so much to, to unpack here. First of all, first and foremost, he tells you not to have any other gods. Um not to make any graven image let's look at the let's look at the amplified version because maybe it may break down what a graven image is um you shall not have no other gods before me you shall not make for yourself any idol or any likeness from manifestation of what is in heaven above or what or what or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth has an object to worship you shall not worship them nor serve them for i the lord your god am a jealous impassioned God, demanding what is rightfully and uniquely mine, visiting, avenging the iniquity, sin, guilt of the fathers on the children, that is, calling the children to account for the sins of their fathers. Parents, we have to listen to this, because the Lord, he's not, you're not only, you're not going to only be the one to reap what you have sown, it's going to get passed down to your children your children who probably not even born yet okay children who who have not been born and then if you pass and they don't even know what you've done they're now bearing the iniquities of your sin they're now being the ones who have to to go through all the trials and tribulations they have to be the ones that that and, and that go that have to deal with you know the breaking of demonic um, covenants and closing doors and um, generational curses it's passed down to them and then if they don't know what they're dealing with if they go to a lukewarm church or a church that doesn't preach this kind of stuff they'll be stuck and they will never get to the to their destination they will never be where they're supposed to be in life this is why as parents it's very very crucial that we you know we understand and know what we're doing we make me we're gonna fall we're gonna fall short but we have to repent we have to we have to repent we have to turn away from those wicked ways and we also have to break those curses you know what i'm saying because um i didn't even know that a generational curses were a thing you know um i didn't even know that the things that my parents have did or their parents have did could it can affect me even now because it's, it's passed down to the third and fourth generation i don't even know what generation i'm in but i'm assuming i'm between the third and the fourth because the things that have happened to me okay and i wasn't aware but because i'm aware now and i'm aware that there's curses i'm aware that we have to break those altars we have to come out of agreement with those things things are getting better for me but when you're when you don't know so um, I do want to suggest a book. Um, it's called Deliverance from Demonic Covenants. It is by, let me get the author, um, Prophetess Tiffany Montgomery. She put us on to this book, those who follow her and fast with her. Um, yeah, Deliverance from 
Demonic Covenants and Curses is by Reverend James A. Solomon. You can get it on Amazon, Kindle, you know. It's a great book. And it tells you, it gives you a breakdown of what generational curses are, the faulty foundations, his personal testimony of dealing with those generational curses and those altars that were raised on his behalf and that on his behalf from by his parents he didn't have no say in this his parents went and did this before he was born and while he was a baby and he was reaping what was done so you know God he's a good God he's a good God but he also goes by law he also is he he there he has strict laws and and rules that we must abide and adhere to and even though he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross and he became the curse for us we still have to break those covenants Jesus didn't break those covenants for us we have a responsibility with our mouths and with our knowledge because he said through knowledge shall the just be delivered Okay, he didn't say through my son dying shall you be delivered in in Proverbs 11, I believe. He said through knowledge shall the just be delivered. So you're not going to be delivered lest you get the knowledge that you need. And the knowledge comes from his word. And the knowledge also comes in doing what needs to be done to break through and to get your deliverance. So anyway, thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking. So um yes idolatry so we have to be careful not to fall into that and sometimes we fall into idolatry unknowingly we fall into it by spending our money on certain things on certain products and with certain people because if they're worshiping their god lowercase g and they're dedicating their products to that God and going to that God, lowercase g, for the power, money, whatever it is to make their business successful. And here you come handing them their money. You're coming in agreement with that. Whether you you know it or not, right? So let's talk about some of the products and places that are that worship other gods, that their products come from other deities and things like that and is not in line with the word of God and how us giving them our business we're coming into agreement with that so number one on the list we're going to talk about Starbucks and I know the girls love to tussle (laughs) according to um, Tiffany and just according to this new generation um I loved Starbucks I did although I feel like Starbucks coffee is not even that great if you really want to be honest like Dunkin Donuts coffee is better maybe even McDonald's Starbucks coffee isn't all that great but the aesthetics that come along with just going in there the dim lights you can go in there do your paper um and just you know just just what the aesthetics that it offers is I feel like is what the hype is really about because their drinks are all that and oh and the flavors they have mo- they have a menu a boatload of flavors and then they have secret menus so you know you go in there and you just have so many flavors to choose from and drizzles and things like that so that's what the hype is about but trust me their coffee is not even all that great this is no shade to Starbucks I'm not trying to shade you none of that but uh yeah so just a little research you know a quick google search 
Um, I never really paid attention to the Starbucks logo. I don't know if anybody else has. I've never had. I was like today years old when I realized this was a mermaid. Okay? Okay. I thought it was just a woman. But yeah, it's a mermaid. And we know, I'm not going to say we know, but mermaids are from the marine kingdom, the water kingdom, things in the water, which we know in which again in exodus it says that we shall not make any idol or likeness or from manifestation of what is in the heaven above or the earth beneath or the water okay good so i'm glad we got that clear so yeah mermaids are not of god mermaids are not something that we should idolize mermaids are not something that we should want yes i know when you 90s 90s kids we loved ariel we loved little mermaid um our parents they were ignorant to the fact that they were introducing us to the marine kingdom but yeah we not we're not gonna do that like even like i went to the aquarium with my children like a year ago and my daughter got this mermaid from there it's a plush mermaid i let her get it um i didn't pay no mind to it but then the Holy Spirit convicted me about that. Like, um, you're really about to bring this mermaid, this thing from the marine kingdom. Yes, it's a doll, but dolls can carry spirits as well, especially depending on who and where they were made from and what was the purpose of them being made. So you may look at it like, oh, it's just a simple little doll, but it's not. So I had to throw that thing out and um, I didn't even tell her. I just threw it away. As soon as the Holy Spirit convicted me, I was just like, all right, I'm on it. And I threw it out. And she was, she cried. She was like, where is my mermaid? I don't know where my mermaid is. But I was just like, baby girl, that thing gone. I was like, and we don't, I was like, we don't need to have things like that in our house. I had to explain that to her. But anyway, yes. The logo is a mermaid. I did not know. And um, even if you look on the history of the logo, like back in the day, from like 1971 to 1987 like you can tell that it was a mermaid in that in that um logo and from 1987 to 1992 and then 1992 to 2011 like they just started to the they started to get closer and closer to the woman's face so um you know you're not really seeing her fins or her tail whatever that is but um Let's go in the history of the Starbucks logo. And this reads from rd.com. Uh, I'm not really, um, yeah, rd.com, whatever. It says that mythological, that's red flag number one, mythological creature that resembles a mermaid in the center of the Starbucks logo is actually a siren. that's how you pronounce it siren so she's not just any mermaid she's a siren and um i feel like i think sirens carry more power than mermaids i'm not really sure i will have to do a study on that as well but anyway according to the starbucks representative tyler kervich starbucks names come from the author herman melville's moby dick novel but the famous siren logo was discovered while scoring old marine books Okay, I've never read Moby Dick, so I'm not even going to go into that. If, if anyone who's listening, if you've read Moby Dick, then you will probably get the reference and you can, you know, let us know on, on coffee 
and underscore Jesus on Instagram. <laughs> but um, yeah, in 1971, when the founders of the coffee chain decided on the name Starbucks, the nautical being stood out. Since the original home of Starbucks is the port city of Seattle and coffee beans typically are, coffee beans typically travel overseas on large container ships, the siren seems most appropriate. Whatever. Whatever that means. The logo has gone through changes over time, including its color from brown to green in 1987, followed by a more modern adaptation in 1972 when Starbucks became a publicly traded company. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about the colors from brown to green. Colors are important as well. Um, you can see in the Bible, like even in the Bible, certain things um, God would, when he gave instructions about colors, like it had to be this type of purple. He didn't just say purple or red. It has to be scarlet red or um, I forgot what kind of purple, he, royal purple. Like he was very strategic in the colors that he would say. He didn't just say red, blue, or, or green, or whatever. So colors are important. Um, that green just stood out to me for some reason. So we're gonna go to Revelations. Um, we're gonna go to Revelations, but, cause this just, this just came to me. And I'm not really sure why. So this that that green just stood out to me. I know there was a story in Revelations, um, not a story, in an, an account in Revelations when they were talking about the different color of horses, I believe, and one of the horses was green. So um, I believe it was a horse. Let's see. I kind of wish I had a co-host because it made my co-host would know what I'm talking about you know what I mean we can bounce off of each other because you know things just come to you but Holy, Holy Spirit help me you are my co-host Holy Spirit because like I know what I'm I know what I'm trying to say we're we gonna come back to that so yeah that's that's one they went from they changed their colors from brown to green But just the fact that that logo is a is a spirit from the marine kingdom, a siren, a mermaid, um, and you're going in that establishment and willingly giving your money, you're saying, I come in agreement with this. I agree with this. Um, it, it, and they could be, you know, the owners, they could be completely oblivious. They're just like, oh, mermaid, whatever. Or they could really be deeply rooted into this stuff and know and understand how these things work which is why their chain is so it has multiplied so much and it's so you know it just captivates you and draws you in even like the way the coffee smells the coffee smells really great um even now that I know what I know like when I go to Target or just do my shopping and I see a Starbucks my first mind is going to be like hey I want Starbucks they know how to captivate you right and this is kind of what the this is kind of um one of the characteristics of a mermaid is to captivate to make you fall in love to you know 
just to to captivate you and get your attention. So Starbucks is worldwide known. They have so many chains, so many different locations. But anyway, we're going to go to the next thing. We're going to talk about Dr. Broner's. Now this one, Dr. Broner's, okay, the peppermint soap had me in a chokehold okay i love dr boner's soap i felt like that's the only soap that cleans my skin that cleans my children's skin i don't feel like there's any type of residue after you use that soap you know what i mean it's an amazing soap right um my good friend bria if you're listening hey shout out to bria i remember she said something about you know not using dr boner's and i completely ignored it i'm like yeah 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 I didn't get that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I didn't feel that. The Holy Spirit ain't telling me that. So I'm going to still use this soap. Ignorance. You know what I mean? So um, I had to repent for that. Because I was just like, Lord, this was a warning to me. But, <clears throat> you know, we all fall short of his glory. So we just have to repent. And, um, and repentance, true repentance is completely turning away from that sin. So, yeah. But, um... Do a little research on Dr. Broner's. When you read his bottle, the bottle, you know, you see that they talk about Jesus and God. Um, it's a little confusing, but you just see that and you're like, hey, okay, run along with it. No. No. You can't do that. Because there are people who who are heavily devoted religious Christians. They will blast in tongues and still turn around and serve the devil. Okay, there are people like that who sit, who do not miss a church service, religiously go every Sunday, every holiday, whatever, but still go home and turn around and do the same thing. No change, no repentance, no type of conviction. Holy Spirit doesn't live in them. They just get joy out of having a routine, putting church in their routine. But there's no fellowship. There's no relationship with God. So people can say, Lord, Lord, Lord all they want but you have to know them by their fruit that's why the bible says that know them by their fruit because anybody can say that they're a christian anybody can say that they serve the lord they serve god but do they have a true relationship with him are they truly born again did they truly give their life to him that's another story anyway you go on the dr bonus website i don't have that up right now um it just looks real astrological i don't know if that's a word they have the soap there and then it looked like it was like in the Milky Way or something. It just looked weird. The picture. Anyway, this is what really stood out to me. Um, sorry guys. The CEO of Dr. Broner's Magic Soap. Magic Soap. Thought it was just Castile Soap. Anyway, just came out as using he slash they pronouns. My God. Then it says, fight in dirt, grime, and the gender binary. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is funny. And then you have a picture of him. He has cat ears, and he just looks real. I don't even want to look at that picture. Um, but this seems to be the grandson of the original Dr. Broner, who founded the company. But he's he's still a part of the company he, this man he's David Broner he's a CEO and I'm no way shape or form am I bashing anybody or you know talking bad about them 
but I'm just trying to get you to see like or or convicting them or whatever I'm just trying to get you to see like when you spend your money on certain things you're coming in agreement with this so clearly they this company has no problem with gender binary people people who are men but believe they are women and want to be called she or they what is even a they it's them demons that they're they're talking about if you want to be honest and i rebuke that in the name of jesus right now right now i rebuke it because how do you you one person want to be called they this that completely goes against everything we learned in in grammar in grammar school everything we learned in english to call one person they makes no sense it's confusing and that's how you know god is not in it because god is not a god of confusion anyway i just got um excited um so yeah you go down he said for some time i thought it would be good idea to come out and celebrate that i've considered myself about 25 percent girl what there's a percentage now mercy like i can just you can just be 25 percent of a woman so with that 25 percent does that come that do you get 25 percent of the burden that comes with being a woman because um if i recall in genesis let's go to genesis because the lord he 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 put some things on us okay he put some things on us on woman when i say us um when he cursed the woman because do you get 25% of that? That's what I want to know. You feel me? Like, how, how are you just talking about you 25%? Anyway. Because he said, on to, this is Genesis 3, 16. On to the woman, he said. This is after, you know, they ate the they ate from the tree. God came in, wanted to commune with them, fellowship with them. They hiding because they naked. God like, well, who told you that you were naked? Adam's like, well, we, he was like, did you eat from the tree? Yeah. How could you do that? It wasn't even me. It was this woman that you gave me, that you made for me. So he passed the blame straight on to her. Anyway, he's then he said, On to the woman, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception in sorrow. Thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. So, um, you get 25% of that? <laughs> like, I'm not understanding the 25% part, but, um, you can't be a woman, a girl, anything if you can't have children. And, the natural way which is when you were lay with a man your husband and you conceive you know by his sperm okay so that that doesn't make sense to me but it, i'm not here to try to make sense of it um we pray for his salvation we pray that you know he's convicted and turned around but um He also wrote, um, 
we're not even gonna continue reading on like I seen all that I needed to see and no immediately no you know what I mean so we can't be putting as Christians we can't be putting ourselves in predicaments and in places where we come in agreement with these things you understand because you can't be saying no this is wrong we're against this that's not what the bible says we stand with what the word says a man is a man a woman is a woman and then turn around and give someone who is 25 percent female our money and support his business and continue to grow his empire and continue to to feed his family and continue, just continue, just continues to have him live or live the good life off of our hard-earned money. When, especially when he goes against everything that our Lord and Savior stands for. I don't know. Am I, I am I wrong? Like, let me know if I'm wrong. And that's what I need to learn how. If if anybody is listening to this, and um, you know, you are into media, and you just want you have been wondering like how can like you know lord someone wants you to use me i don't know how it can get used you can be used here on this platform because you can help me learn how to you know record the podcast and also have a video like i don't know how those two work i know that there's something that needs to be done because if i try to do them together the sound and the frequency will overlap one another and it will just sound weird so somebody who is into that somebody who does that type of stuff you can help me over here you know um you can dm me on coffee coffee underscore and jesus on instagram if that's you if you're into media and all of that stuff and yeah of course we're now starting out so i'm not saying that you will get any type of conversation all of your work will be pro bono for the kingdom of god okay so yeah um just want to put a disclaimer out again i am in no way shape or form talking bad about anybody um i'm not telling you that you should not support their business i'm not saying that their business should should shut down i'm not saying any of that the, the purpose of this is to just wake up you, you Christians and we can all pray for these people and pray that they come to an understanding and that they turn their life around and that they give their lives to God. That is the sole purpose of this, that all men give their lives to God. If we were to just all collectively together as the United States of America, just say, you know what, this life ain't really working the way I want it to work. Let me just try this Jesus thing. Let me just give my life to him and see how it goes. If we were to all just do that, do you understand how much better this world would be? Do you understand if we were all just to do that? Even if not all of us, but if like 95%, maybe 85% of us were to do that, okay? We would just, just, like, I just wish that could happen. Like everybody just wakes up one morning and be like, you know what? giving my life to God or you know what I'm rededicating my life to God and I'm just going I'm just I'm gonna try Jesus because clearly the way I've been living ain't right what a world that would be okay but um yeah I wish (laughs) I wish um and it's not impossible because all things are possible with God but right now 
this world we're like we're like the Israelites. We are a stick necked a stiff necked people. God called the Israelites. It was like God was so fed up with the Israelites. I'm just off track right now that when they were making the golden calves and images after he done said that nobody should worship any other god or make any images um and you know he's up there on the mountain with Moses he basically was like go and get your people and do something with them cuz i'm done i don't know these people they they ain't my people you know what matter of fact i'm about to just kill them all off and start all over again and <laughs> Moses had to plead and pray on their behalf cuz god was about done and um we don't want him to get to that point again. And thank God there's a lot of Moses Moseses in our generation and people who intercede on behalf of the world, believers, non-believers, what we intercede on behalf so the judgment of God don't does not come down like fire again on us, like fire and brimstone because we are a modern day Israelites and mixed with a little bit of Sodom and Gomorrah. And if you read the Bible, if you know, you know. Okay? Not even gonna get into that. But the next one got the girls in a chokehold too, right now, called it's called Honeypot. And I wanted to use Honeypot. When it first came out, I was like, ooh, plant-based, plant derived, yay. But again, let's read what the CEO and co-founder wrote. I was suffering with bacterial vaginosis for eight months when an ancestor eh, came to me in a dream. <laughs> she did what? What? Came to me in a dream and gifted me with a vision to heal myself. Hmm, okay. We are also instructed not to talk and commune with the dead. Right? In the Bible. But here she is. She got visited by her ancestor, quote unquote. When if you're really into the deep of things, you understand that that was a familiar spirit. Okay, that was a familiar spirit. And they gave you, they gifted you with the division to heal yourself. We cannot heal ourselves. We are healed by the blood of Jesus who washes away our sins and washes us and makes us white as snow. Maybe with a little bit of antibiotics in there because, you know, if, if, if that's what needs to happen. But we are healers of ourselves. We don't have that. We don't carry that power. The power comes from the Holy Spirit, not no ancestor in a dream. Okay? So, yeah. And that came, that's where she got that idea. And everybody is in a, a whole frenzy about honeypot all of that stuff sold off the shelves within minutes like as soon as it dropped but this is what we are coming in agreement with we're saying yeah take my money as a christian i don't i don't talk to the dead or i i, I cancel every dream that i have that has anybody in it that, that has died or anything like because i'm i'm i know that that's a familiar spirit I've been taught that that's a familiar spirit but you did and that's fine I'm gonna still give you my money and and buy this off of you what like we have to be more diligent and diligent 
in this day and age. Because a lot of people be witches on the low. And not even on the low. These would they let you know this is what I am, this is what I do. You gonna still give me your money. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of Christ a lot of us Christians are supporting these businesses. A lot of us are. When your sister in church makes natural and plant the right products and things that are are natural or vegan or whatever it is, you won't support your sister, but you will go out and buy something that was created by an ancestor who visited this person in a dream. Okay? You bypass all the Dunkin' Donuts, the affordable coffee, to go and spend $10 on a little coffee that they fill with a bunch of ice in Starbucks. Your sister or your brother, they make natural soaps. Soaps that can give you the same, that gives, that has the same consistency. They even make Castile soap, their own Castile soaps. Or there's other brands of Castile soaps. But we support somebody who is 25% female. As Christians, most we should carry kingdom influence. And a lot of us Christians who have businesses should be more successful than what we really are, especially when you're in a church home that carries millions of a hundred hundreds of members and people virtually as well. Our all of all of us should be well off. We should all be supporting each other. Because this sister does hair. This sister makes clothes. This sister sells this. This brother does that. But yet we go out into the world to buy these things. Into the world. The world that worships worships the lowercase g. The world that goes and prays to their lowercase g to get these things. That get influence from the demonic kingdom. That sacrifices their businesses to the demonic kingdom. Yet, And we give them our money. Why? 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 And I say we because I'm a part of that. I've, I've, there's plenty of things that I've bought from the outside in the world that I shouldn't have. We are not supposed to be a part of this world. We're supposed to build each other. We're supposed to have our own community, our own kingdom in which we do our own thing. Just like the Jews do. The, the Jewish, the Jews, the way that they live it's how we should be living. We should have our own communities, our own places where we eat, our own our own grocery stores, our own restaurants, our own supermarkets that have food that we know where it came from. It's not just coming from wherever. But no, a lot of us are too prideful. A lot of us are stiff-necked. A lot of us just, we just don't like to work together we want to get ahead we want to be better and we don't humble ourselves the lord says my people if you were to humble yourselves and pray then will i hear from heaven and heal your land humble yourselves women and men of god kingdom citizens humble yourselves just humble yourself then you will hear 
because it's not that he doesn't want to hear it's not that he turns his back on us we separate ourselves from him he stays in the same position he is the same yesterday today and forever he is consistent we are inconsistent let's keep that in mind so anyway i'm gonna end this here i just i'm not telling you what to do um this is a revelation that i caught i personally will no longer be supporting these businesses me personally will also be looking up things more before i start buying them um from here on out because these people they 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 don't do anything secretive they let you know this ain't age back in the day you may have had to guess but this day and age is live and in color okay there's no guessing you 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 know you know they let you know they put some like you you could know okay um so i'm just gonna leave with that and um just we just gotta do better as christians we shouldn't be doing certain things listening to certain things watching certain things spending our money on certain things this walk is not easy but it's not hard either you know just follow follow the rules follow the rules the rules are in the book go back to the bible go back to his word but then after that i'm gonna just leave us with that and i pray that um we i pray that this message is received the way i intended it to be received and the way the holy spirit wanted me to to deliver this message um because i know somebody needed to hear it it wasn't it was not by chance it's not coincidence that i'm saying this somebody needed to hear it there's somebody out because i remember i was even on live with tiffany the other day tiffany montgomery on facebook and she was talking about there was a perfume she loved the smell of the perfume but when she and she somebody had it she got it she got the name of the perfume and um she got it and when she got it it was basically the bottle was a coffin so by her buying that perfume and using that perfume she's coming in agreement with whatever that coffin was being made for whether she liked it or not so she had to just be like she saw that she's like you know what nope she hold, she discerned in her spirit that that wasn't something that she should be using and she got rid of it simple it's simple so i encourage you all to look through your stuff look through gifts whatever and if you see something that is all in your and if you know in your spirit that god the holy spirit has been urging you to get rid of that thing get rid of it because i'm gonna say one more thing even like when i had my locks i used to have crystals in my hair i loved the crystals i thought they were so pretty and crystals god created the crystals you know crystals by itself are are meaningless they're just crystals but once people start to go pick up those crystals and say you know what this one can heal and this one can 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 give you this and this one and this one and start giving those crystals um healing properties and start saying that they're used for certain things that's when they become demonic because what are we doing we're we're that's how we get into idolatry because what are we doing we're worshiping something other than god as though it were so we're putting jasper in our hair thinking that it's going to keep evil spirits away or we're using amethyst for this and that that's idolatry 
And the Holy Spirit had to convict me of that because I love the crystals. But I also looked up the name of each crystal. I didn't know this. I just had, you know, I was just on my walk again with Christ. And I say again, because I gave my life to him when I was pretty young, but I didn't have the right, you know, guidance to stay on that path. And I didn't know about idolatry. I didn't know anything about this. So yeah, I looked it up. I was like, yeah, this is good for this. And, this is good. and I bought those colors or, or those those crystals specifically for what they said that they were supposed to do. Idolatry. And he woke me up out of my sleep one day and said, get those crystals out of your hair. And I took them all out as much as I loved them. They were so beautiful. And I threw them in the garbage. And a lot of things stopped happening that were happening as far as in my dreams and being visited by certain spirits it's real it's real so if you 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 thinking i'm just gonna buy this thing and you know what you know what you know now especially now and you get certain visitations don't wonder why that's all i'm gonna say uh, thank you for tuning in for Coffee and Jesus. I am your host, IJ Fortune. I hope this is a blessing to you. Um, and I just hope that, um, you know, y'all can help me to grow this a little more. You know, whoever is in media or social media knows how to run social media pages, whatever. I, I think I'll take any advice if you would like to help grow this ministry. I'm for that too. Um, you know, just DM me at coffee underscore and Jesus on Instagram. Okay, bye.